When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This is the Sooner Sports Podcast. Your all-access pass to Sooner Sports. The Sooner Sports Podcast is presented by Allstate. Are you in good hands? And by Riverwind Resort. Riverwind Resort, the place to be. Now, here's your host, Chris Plank. All right, welcome into the Sooner Sports Podcast. We are on the road with Sooner Softball. And I didn't want this Friday morning, uh, even late Thursday evening, to go by without dropping an episode because, you know, we got a big weekend coming up on campus. And even though most of the softball news we have for tonight will be old news by probably the time most of you hear about this, Uh, We got a lot of news on women's basketball we need to get to because on Wednesday night, after much frustration, many struggles, the Sooners women's hoops team got back on track with a big win over Kansas. Kansas will not foul here with 14 seconds left, and Oklahoma is going to end the losing streak with an impressive fourth quarter and an impressive game, especially offensively tonight, to beat Kansas and get a split in the season series as the clock hits zero and Oklahoma wins it 78-67 to over KU. After the game, Brian Brinkley caught up with head coach Sherry Cole. Your coach, you said before the game this team needed some breaks. They needed to start off well tonight. You started off well tonight, but you had to endure a lot of back and forth in this game. You shot incredibly well the first three quarters, and then you went cold in the fourth, but kept your poise down the stretch there and played well those last few minutes to get the win. You could almost feel that that was going to happen because these young guys haven't experienced a win much. And um, I thought 
I thought we, we did the things that we needed to do when several really good looks just didn't go in. You know, we started so hot, I think we shot 70-something percent in the first quarter. And uh, we were behind at the end of the first quarter. Yeah. We, we, we were perfect from three, and we shot 72%, I think it was, from the field. Yeah. And we're behind. Why is that? Because we turned the ball over seven times in the first quarter. Yeah. You can't give it away. And that's really the only reason they were able to uh, continue chipping away at that lead. We'd build it up to 10 or 11 and turn it over twice, and they would go yeah. score. And then you'd have to build it up to 10 or 11 again. So valuing the basketball just continues to be incredibly important uh, for this young team. I thought when you weren't turning and over though that this is one of the best games you've had offensively the chemistry was there everybody contributing great balance when you look at the score sheet and a part a big part of that is Maddie Williams got to play you yeah. know we got to get that rhythm with her I thought she and Anna were really good together and Mandy has a great feel for that um, Jesse did a great job running the point Jilly when she came in did a tremendous job just getting us to relax a little bit creating some easy opportunities and getting some big rebounds but I did think I agree with you Brian our offensive execution was the best it's been in a long time. Well, and you got contributions from everybody. I think I like Nadia Lampkin hitting a couple of jumpers for you. Jilly came in and played some critical minutes. Tatum hits a three there in the first half. Everybody did something tonight to help you along offensively. Right, and that's what has to happen. I mean, you, you've got to have people come in and contribute, whether it's rebounds or assists or made baskets. I, I thought our, our balance was better scoring. Uh, obviously, when, when Maddie can play longer, she's going to score in double yeah. digits, but Anna was just incredibly consistent for a full 40 minutes and and just looked really confident I thought it's the most confident I've seen on a play all year well and you did a great job on the glass out rebounded by 14 and then the huge difference from the first game when they shot 34 free throws only six tonight that makes a big difference yes it does <laughs> yes it does uh, I would have liked to have turned them over a little bit more but if you got to trade one or the other I'll take not fouling them and, and not getting the turnovers uh, as opposed to getting out and pressuring them and sending them to the free throw Line. You talked about uh, handling the lead, and you haven't had many leads this year to handle, and it was curious to see how are you going to do, and they go on an 11-0 run after you'd open up a 13-point lead. Looked like you kind of clinched it. They go on an 11-0 run. It's a two-point game now. Have to be proud of the way your team responded there in those final minutes. You know what, Brian? They really weren't rattled. We called a timeout, and they were very uh, focused on what we were drawing up, and um, we're very dialed in. I didn't sense any panic there. And I, I think a lot of that uh, really comes from Maddie Williams. She just has a really easy way about her and um, just looks calm and confident and it kind of bled on everybody there in the second half. But it, I, I don't even know what juncture it happened at, but Mandy's rebound put back when she caught it in the air off the glass and finished. I thought that was a huge play. It was kind of the one that I felt like sealed it. I don't even remember what the score was at the time, but I felt like that was a very important play. Well, and then another two other plays come to mind. Mandy misses a jumper here and Anna gets the rebound for you instead of the other way around is what you'd expect and then Anna draws the charge down here when they have a chance to cut it down to a two-point game. That was a huge defensive play. Absolutely and and we we had some miscues defensively. We, we didn't communicate well in our zone a couple of times and uh, they do a good job of screening that back line and they got their shooter in the corner a couple times but uh, I, I did think that we throughout the game were adjusting and you know we had an early timeout and we were running our man and, and weren't covering down they were making the extra pass to the post guy we call a timeout we talk about it Anna covers down and gets a steal the next play so they were they were taking information and learning as we went which is obviously very important. 
One thing we saw tonight that we haven't seen a lot of this year, a lot of smiles. It is fun to win, and it was good to see them uh, enjoying the game tonight. Yes, it is uh, <laughs> much more fun to win than it is to lose. We've, we've still got to figure out uh, how to win a little bit better and how to handle winning a little bit better, but uh, we haven't had much opportunity to practice that. Yeah. And so we'll, we'll get a chance to talk about that and, and uh, uh, learn from it tonight and uh, uh, try to get some momentum going and continue to get better. So the Sooners break their 10-game skid. They beat Kansas, but the road gets incredibly more difficult from here as this weekend the Sooners travel to Waco to take on the number one team in the country, Baylor. Meanwhile, the OU men's basketball team is on the road for an early morning start, 11 a.m. tip against TCU. You can listen to Toby and Kevin Henry on our flagship in Oklahoma City on 107.7, the franchise, or, of course, by searching Soonersports.com slash radio to find an affiliate near you or simply downloading the TuneIn Radio app. And it is opening weekend for Sooner Baseball. Now, I know there are some concerns about the weather in the Norman area after the incredible day that we had on Thursday. But all looks good for the Sooners and Cal Poly, which will get underway tonight, Friday night, depending on when you listen to this, at 3 p.m. So an early afternoon start, 3 p.m. for the Sooners against Cal Poly, Saturday afternoon at 2 and then Sunday at high noon for Skip Johnson's crew. If you missed Skip and his media day discussion about the Sooners and kind of what they have coming back and what they're looking forward to, that's available in our archives right now at Soonersports.com slash podcast. It's on Tuesday's edition of the game plan. Now, this is going to be a pretty quick episode tonight just because, as I said, I'm on the road with Sooner Softball. We'll probably give you a more advanced, in-depth episode whenever we wrap things up on Saturday just because, I mean, it, this has really been something else to start off this season for the Sooners who, as we tape this, sit at 7-0. and But, you know, it's <laughs> – again, they play first thing in the morning. And, of course, we're on the Eastern time zone. This is – at least in the time that I've done Sooner Softball. This is their first trip to Florida. So uh, very unique for me to get used to this Eastern time zone. And they'll play at 9 Central tomorrow morning. So 9 a.m. Central time. So while the body clocks might be starting to think about 10 a.m., an incredibly early start on Friday for the Sooners against Florida Atlantic. But on Thursday, it was a big 9-1 win over Kentucky in what was a run rule shortened game. Uh, the Sooners, this was just fantastic. They they fell behind in this game one zip. The leadoff hitter, Lauren Johnson, hits a home run on basically the third pitch of the game. And then Kentucky doesn't get another hit to like the fifth inning. Meanwhile, the Sooners scored nine unanswered runs, including three in the third, a solo run in the fourth inning on a home run by Kelly Clifton. Uh, by the way, the three runs in the third were on a three-run shot by Sid Romero. Then OU explodes for five runs in the sixth to beat Kentucky 9-1. to Then in the nightcap, the Sooners were up Two zip when Grace Lyons came to the plate. Two one to Grace. That ball's hammered deep to left center field. Gone. Grace Lyons puts a charge into one over the left field wall, and Oklahoma has jumped on top. Three zip. Oh baby, what a shot by Lyons! And the Sooners are in control behind the bat of the freshman. 
all totaled four different Sooners hit home runs on the day, and Oklahoma beats Notre Dame by a final score of 6-2. to two. Afterwards, caught up with head coach Patty Gasso on the field. Not bad. Not bad. Dominating performance over Kentucky. Good win here over Notre Dame tonight, Coach. I know it's two games, but what stood out overall today? I had team effort. I thought our pitching staff was um, – they were, they were good. Were they – Great, like this weekend, not quite, but they were battling through stuff, and I really like that about them. You know, you're going to give up runs against good teams like Kentucky, good teams like Notre Dame, but you can't allow that to stay in your head. They did a good job of getting over that. Uh, offense, just clicking on some pretty good cylinders from the nine hole to Reagan Rogers in the seven. I mean, the bottom of our lineup is producing, and then you've, you know, I don't know, it was just a very strong team effort, well executed. Um, defense, going to get a little bit better, but besides that, we're, get, we're, get, we're looking good. A couple of long balls, including Grace Lyons hit one that still hasn't landed, and then how about what Reagan Rogers has been doing so far? Yeah, I, I, I like that whole sequence of Grace Green fighting hard to get herself on first to allow Shay to find a gap to allow Reagan to hit you know it's just like they passed the torch and it was a good team effort like I said I didn't bug you too much from on top of the dugout did I I just didn't realize how loud you are up there (laughs) (laughs) hey what's the plan now for this team over the next uh, I mean I say 24 hours it's less than that I mean this is where we're relying on uh, Sam to get them all stretched out and we're relying on the director of ops this is a challenging stretch isn't it? it is you know ESPN schedule it's a tough schedule but they want us on TV so how am I gonna say no we just have to be in shape and our people are going to help them get prepared so that we're going to go home and sleep. Eat, sleep, get up, and do it again. Congrats to the one, Coach. It was awesome to watch. Good luck tomorrow. All right. Thanks. So, again, the Sooners are in Florida as part of the St. Pete Clearwater Elite Invitational. This features teams from all across the country, including a couple of Big 12 teams. Texas is out here. They run ruled California earlier today. Oklahoma State is out here. They got beat by LSU. And it is an incredible day of softball top to bottom tomorrow, including, uh, well, I guess depending on when you hear this today, maybe even, Oklahoma and Florida Atlantic. Again, 9 a.m. start. And then OU takes on Florida State. Now, I urge you to find the Sooners on the Franchise 2, which is AM 1560, you can download the TuneIn Radio app. Not all of the softball broadcasts are on the Oklahoma Sooners TuneIn page. You may have to search Franchise 2. And on the iHeart Radio app, you can search Franchise 2. And make sure that you're following us at OU on the air and, of course, at OU underscore softball. We will always have links so you can find our broadcast. So in wrapping up on a brief edition, I understand I just – I felt it necessary to get something out because this is our regular spot, man. This is the tailgate. Even if it is just 10 to 12 minutes long, let's make sure you know what's coming up this weekend. So, again, early morning start out here in Clearwater, Florida. OU and Florida Atlantic at 9 a.m. on AM 1560. Then at high noon tomorrow, or Friday, uh, Oklahoma takes on Florida State. That's 12 p.m. We will have that game for you, obviously, on radio, and you can follow it on ESPNU. So tons, and I mean tons, of softball information out there 
for the taking. All right, so from softball to baseball, it's a 3 o'clock start tomorrow with Oklahoma hosting Cal Poly. And then tomorrow night in downtown Oklahoma City at 645, the Sooners in the perfect chin 10 challenge welcome in Arizona State, George Washington, and Washington. Men's gymnastics is taking part in the Winter Cup, so a lot of individual opportunities for Sooners gymnasts. You can follow that at Soonersports.com. Wrestling is on the road to battle Air Force tomorrow night at 8 p.m. And in the midst of all of this madness out here in Florida, the Sooners will play again on Saturday morning against Hofstra at 9 a.m., while the Sooner basketball team will hit the road for a showdown with TCU in Fort Worth, while baseball will wrap up its weekend series with Cal Poly again on Saturday at 2, and then they'll play them on Sunday at noon. And sandwiched in all of that is one of the more challenging dates on the schedule for the OU women's basketball team as they travel to Waco to take on Baylor. Hey, this look at upcoming OU athletic events is brought to you by Red Carpet Charters, the official motor coach carrier of Sooner Athletics. And that'll wrap it up for this abbreviated edition of the game plan. We'll keep it caught up on everything that's happening here in Florida with Sooner Softball right now at OU underscore softball. And we'll have a full episode with Toby Rowland coming up next week in the game plan. Until then, have a great weekend. Enjoy the games. And Boomer Sooner, everybody. This has been the Sooner Sports Podcast. Make sure to get all the latest episodes online right now at Soonersports.tv slash podcast. And make sure to follow us on Twitter at OU on the air. Some people just know the best rate for you is a rate based on you with Allstate. Not one based on Carol. She's more focused on hitting a high note than the car in front of her. Why pay a rate based on anyone else? Get one based on you with DriveWise from Allstate. Not available in Alaska or California, subject to terms and conditions. Rates are determined by several factors, which vary by state. In some states, participation in DriveWise allows Allstate to use your driving data for purposes of rating. While in some states, your rate could increase with high-risk driving. Generally, safer drivers will save with DriveWise. Allstate Fire and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois.